Today, I'm going to tell you why I am terrified of teaching kindergarten. As a second generation homeschooler, you would think that I would have mastered this, but I'm going to be honest with you. I am totally terrified of teaching kindergarten. So before we get into that, I want to welcome anyone new to the show. I am Jody the mom from lifeunbox.blog, and I am a homeschool mom of six kids, two, four, <laughs> two, four, eight, 12, 14, and 16. So those are their age ranges. And I am also a successful entrepreneur. So this channel and my website is all about giving you the tools you need to be successful at both. So I had a question this week and it was from a mom that I, that I know. And, um, I'm not going to call her a new mom because she has two kids, but a young mom. And so she had, um, asked me if she's like, my son is going to start pre-K, pre-kindergarten next year. And I'm so overwhelmed by the curriculum choices. What would you suggest? Now I do have a pretty good handle on all the curriculums out there. So I have a lot of suggestions, but coffee time. Oh, I forgot to say if you're new. This is the Entrepreneur Life Coffee Chat. So we get our coffee, we throw our hair up into a ponytail or a messy bum, that's perfectly acceptable, and we sit back and we just chat. These are unscripted, unedited, and I kind of just give you my thoughts on a topic. And so the topic today is I'm terrified of teaching kindergarten. Okay, so let's get back to that topic. Anyway, so she had asked me about it and right now I am attempting pre-K with my four-year-old, but I feel like I need to go back just a little bit on the journey because he's the only one of my children that does not have a late in the year birthday. So my four oldest kids are all, all have summer birthdays. And so I had decided with them that um, to give them more, I guess, more space, um, to learn better. So I decided to not start them in kindergarten until they turned six, because if I hadn't done that, they would have been, have just turned five and volunteering in their classes at different times and seeing the difference between my six-year-olds and the five-year-olds was huge. It was just um, a night and day difference. And so I've seen personally how they've benefited from starting later. And so my four-year-old, who's going to be turning five soon, does not have that advantage. And, um, you know, there's just some things that I see that I'm like, I like I'm not comfortable putting him in school um, so young. I think that there, from what I've seen and I've talked to kindergarten teachers, there's a huge benefit of starting them later. But anyway, so it has been a year of struggling because I've never taught any of my kids kindergarten. I've always sent them to school. And have them get the the basics down. Oh, 
allergies are really bad right now. Um, anyway, had them get the basics down and then I would take them out and be like, okay, now that you can read, you've got the basic math, I'll teach you now. Cause I don't have, I just don't have the patience for like the constant, the minutia of like learning all the sounds for a or something like that. But I'm going to learn how to do, to do that because I am going to start him in kindergarten next year. And it is, yeah, it is terrifying. And so I understand the other mom's feeling of overwhelmed because I've been there so many times. I remember when my first son was born, I'm like, okay, I have six years to figure out this school thing. And honestly, it flew by. <laughs> like, And then the six years came and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I ended up putting him in school, um, which honestly, again, is not something that... If you had asked me when he was a baby, I would have given a different preference. But anyway, things happen and, you know, six years can be a long time and change things. Okay. So let's talk about, do you need to do pre-kindergarten? And do you need a curriculum for it? The answer, the short answer is no. And this is coming from a person who has done pre-K curriculum with almost all of her kids. Okay. Yes. I've gotten a Becca. I don't think I've ever finished the pre-K a Becca with any of the kids. Um, so I like it in the sense that, well, with, so with number four and with my current one, I did get the DVDs for them with number four, a Becca had a little, a plan that was more flexible. So I only, I think I only got a few subjects. I didn't get the whole DVD packet. Um, they've since changed their plan and you have to buy the whole like DVD packet. Um, I had a few reasons for doing it. Number one, like I can't sit there and do schoolwork with them all day. Um, so the second, because it is an actual classroom and they have a teacher in front and there is a class there, like, and my intention was always to send them to school. So second, the second reason for doing it was so that they could, get used to the structure of a classroom and see it. Now, of course, like I said, my four-year-old does his schoolwork under his, will listen to it while he's sitting under his desk playing. So there's that, but at least gives them some familiarity with the structure of a class. So that was why I always did it. Before when um, the older kids were in daycare, I bought the Becca curriculum at the request of the daycare teachers because daycare was provided at the places we worked. And so they, they said, no, we will teach them. If you provide it, we'll teach them it. So how on, like, I'm not going to pass that up. So I got the Becca curriculum. So I have tons of like preschool Becca curriculum that hasn't been finished. That's partially done. And all that. So I needed, like, I feel like I needed to give full disclosure on my pre-K journeys. And every time I put them, I have them do pre-K, I always tell myself I'm not going to do it again. And then I end up doing it again. So I'm not going to say that because I'm probably going to end up doing it again with the last one as well. All right. So that is my journey. That is my disclosure. And that is why I can tell you with confidence that no, you do not need to buy a curriculum pack at all. <laughs> so since I am going to be teaching him kindergarten and 
watching him interact with what's going on in the video, I've come to the conclusion that he's more engaged when his little fingers are doing something. So I was looking for a curriculum that was going to be more tactile in its learning approach. And so Timberdoodle is a curriculum that is more tactile. So I am going to start with the curriculum kit. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually mix and match the kindergarten and some of the pre-K. Um, I'm not going to do the science. There's a lot of stuff that I was like, I'm probably not going to do, but it looks kind of cool. So I might just do it anyway, or at least get it. And, you know, he can engage with it. So like, for example, in the pre-K, they have this big um, wooden geography world puzzle. And for the kindergarten, they just have like this 100-piece puzzle. I'm like, that's so lame. So I'm going to get the pre-K geography puzzle instead of the kindergarten geography puzzle because the pre-K one looks so much cooler. And he likes puzzles. And, so the, and I like geography. So for me, this is going to be one of those things that he's going to be able to engage with independently and build the puzzle. And he can start seeing just the shape of a globe. So that is what I'm going to do. And again, I'm going to mix and match. And, but I have um, an advantage just that I can, uh, um, there's uh, a program that we're able to do so I can get curriculum, some curriculum reimbursed and stuff like that. So if I was just, if I was paying this on my own, paying for it on my own, I wouldn't do it. I would get, um, I would do how to teach your kids to read in a hundred easy lessons. Then I would get like the Kumon workbooks or something from like Costco usually has them where they're doing tracing and their shapes and colors, you know, workbooks like that and numbers. And I would get those for them. And then I would do lots of books. So my recommendation, if funds are limited and you can't get all the cool curriculum that's going to end up in a box in the basement anyway. Um, but Hey, it just looks really cool. Um, don't buy a curriculum pack. Get, if you want to teach your kids to read, then read to them. Um, get, teach them numbers and not just to identify the number, but actually the association of one means one object or, you know, two means two M&Ms. Food's a great motivator when you're teaching these concepts. So there's also free curriculums. So I wrote some down, just jotted stuff down. So easy peasy is totally free. So if you feel like you just need some kind of guidance, just, you know, check it out. Um, again, there's a Becca, there's Timberdoodle. There's so many things out there, but you don't feel pressured that, especially for pre-K or kindergarten, that you have to buy a whole curriculum because you don't. The only thing that you need to focus on and just say this over and over to yourself is reading and numbers. That is it. And for kindergarten, like school, it should be half an hour at the most. Like really it should. Um, there's other things that you're going to do through the day that is probably just more of a natural part of your schedule that, um, will still be school without it being a curriculum kit. Now, I like curriculum kits. They make my life a whole lot easier. 
Um, so for me, especially working, like I need to be able to pull the schedule out and say, okay, it's already done for me. It's already ready to go. But again, I'm not going to do science with him. You don't need to do science in kindergarten unless you like it, then do it. Um, again, the geography is going to be a very flexible and fluid <laughs> subject. Um, Timberdoodle does have these wiki sticks to, um, to do the shapes of the um, letters. And so I think he's really going to get into that because, again, he was very much into learning when it was tactile. But take the pressure off yourself. Give yourself permission to not school the way the public school schools because you don't need to. The important thing is to teach your kids to love learning. So if you're putting all this pressure on them at um, an early age, it's actually going to cause them to draw back from learning. Now, don't get me wrong. There's times when it's just they need the routine and the structure. And again, that's also part of why I've done um, pre-K was to also get them into the routine because I ha- I didn't make the decision to not put them in kindergarten next year until like a few weeks ago. So, um, so I wanted him to also kind of get that routine in his mind too. Again, even though he's doing schoolwork, he's sitting under his desk playing while he's listening to it, but Hey, he's doing it. So I'm going to tell you the story. So when we started, I made him some tracing sheets with his name because I wanted him, you know, to start learning how to write his name. But at this age, it's not so much that they learn to write their name. It's that they recognize their name. So I got him laminated sheets. I got him the dry erase markers and he was not having it. So I was just like, okay, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to push him. I'm not going to do it. And then last week we were writing cards to our co-op teachers. And I said, okay, you need to come here and you need to sign your name. Like all the big kids were. And so he did it. Like I had to tell him some of the letters and he has an R in his name. So when I got, we got to the R, he's like, how do you do that? So I was just giving him verbal instructions, nothing visual, verbal instructions. And he wrote an R and that just showed me like how I wasn't going to pressure him to write his name. I was just giving him the tools available to learn how to do it. And today he's like, look, mom, I wrote my name without any prompting from me, without any, um, who didn't ask me, um, how to write any of the letters or to show him how to write any of the letters. He just did it himself. And so that is kind of, that is just the example that I wanted to give of, you don't need to pressure your kids and you don't need to pressure yourself to get everything perfect. I know that especially when we have young kids, what's looming in our minds is we're just going to screw them up for the rest of their lives and we're trying not to do that. Um, But they will remember more and be more engaged with their learning if they get to sit with mom and read a book. And if you want to start with um, kind of getting them started reading, Bob Books, the first level, where they start with Matt Sat. I think all of my kids have started reading with those books. They're great books. Uh, So yeah, take the pressure off yourself. And even though I am terrified of teaching kindergarten and 
maybe I'll do a follow-up video in a year from now and tell you how it went. So at this point, I just keep telling myself, he just needs to learn how to read and learn how and learn numbers. That's all we're going, that's all we're shooting for, for this year, reading and numbers. So I hope we accomplish that. <laughs> and on that note, that is a wrap for this Entrepreneur Life coffee chat. So hit me with your best advice or your most terrifying questions when it comes to homeschooling. I want to hear them. And be sure to check out lifeunbox.blog. And don't forget, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. So if you are a mom on the run, like most of us are, you can always take me on the go with you. And I will see you in the next show. Thank <music> you.